0: In this episode, we focus on Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 7 through 16. Welcome to the Yellow Balloons podcast, a collection of teachings to help you navigate the transformational possibilities of a God-centered perspective. We pray these insights from Scripture will inspire and encourage you. In this season, Tim Dunn and Joey Willis walk through the book of Ecclesiastes, verse by verse, discussing what is being revealed about the nature of God, our world, and our most adequate response to it. Grab your Bible, some note-taking supplies, and pull up the BibleSays.com commentary on Ecclesiastes as we take a deep dive into the deep truths of Ecclesiastes. Rich with humility and hope, uncertainty and purpose, mystery and faith, This book is sure to challenge your perspective on what it means to live life well. Verses 7-8 through Then I looked again at vanity under the sun. There was a certain man without a dependent, having neither a son nor a brother. Yet there was no end to all his labor. Indeed, his eyes were not satisfied with riches, and he never asked, And for whom am I laboring and depriving myself of pleasure? This, too, is vanity, and it is a grievous task.
1: So this, this passage and the one that comes next, I, I think, are important indicators of the value of community that we're made to to kind of share in life together. You know, there's a reason that, uh, other than lethal injection or something being put to death, like or you know, uh, mm-hmm. putting an apocalypse on somebody, the second worst punishment we enact is solitary confinement left alone by ourselves we go kind of mad we go kind of crazy we need one another and and part of that is again the balance that dichotomy of god is three in one well i'm also one person who's supposed to steward my own life but participate in a community and so i think that's that's this and the next section where where solomon is kind of heading here is that uh we are given the incredible opportunity not only to steward this life as an individual But to have people around us to steward it with, to share in our burdens, to share in our joys, to share in our triumphs and our and
2: our difficulties. Yeah, just to get rich is to become uh, lonely. I mean, if, if your goal is to hoard your riches and take them to yourself and you're not sharing them, you're not sharing life, you're exiling yourself. You're putting yourself in solitary confinement. And that's what this guy is. He's a guy that's putting himself in solitary confinement. Uh, and we've seen pe- people in history that have done this. They're, they're very wealthy people, and they end up as a recluse. And And you go and um, you you see the—I'm thinking of um, Hearst Castle. You go to Hearst Castle. To me, that's a very, very sad place because that guy, you, they, they describe his life, and you think, you know, that was not a pleasant, (laughs) that was not a pleasant outcome, you know, and and the Hearst Castle is on a cliff out in the middle of nowhere, and, you know, he had people come to his house, but what they did when they get there was not what you would call socially beneficial activities. It was, it was kind of twisted, uh, exploitative type of uh, behavior. It was, it was very sad and and this is what we're talking we're talking about somebody that's consumed with achieving something and no matter what that is you you're going to end up as a in exile in solitary confinement if you do that which is one of the saddest things that can happen
1: well it isn't the phrase we use a lot it's lonely at the top you know and and think about the last uh, the, the last passage we we talked about if you're stepping over people all the way you get to the top and you've you've if you succeed if you're on the top rung and you've got all the fame and and all the power but you've burned every bridge behind you then yeah of course it's going to it's going to be be a lonely enterprise and it's one of the great the great I don't know, tragedies the great ironies of of human existence the great lies that that we've believed is that if we, it'll all be worth it once we get to the top and then we get to the top and we're so lonely and so dissatisfied and the, uh, the lie reveals itself uh, not too late, but almost too late. Um, and you know, we, to go back to the thing I was saying about celebrity a couple of episodes ago, you know, I've, I think celebrities are some of the most lonely people in the world. they mm-hmm. they're, they're Every move is watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're celebrated and, and quote unquote loved by so many people. Yet
2: I.
0: Known by so few. But known by so
2: few. And the people that love them want to exploit them. Like, mm-hmm. Can I have your autograph? Can I have a piece of your hair sort of thing? I mean, it's, they're not really wanting to know them.
1: Yeah. Right. They're, when we look at celebrities, we are, we are seeing our own version of them.
2: Yeah. we don't really know, know who
1: they are and and that that's a sad and lonely thing for for them
2: the word translated dependent here in this uh passage uh means second and so it probably would be uh better translated partner uh so which you know if you have a dependent or some some uh heir they would become your partner so it's a broader category but you know, when, when we're going to do tough things, it's always better to have a partner. Mm. Th- this is the beauty of marriage. Marriage is oneness. It's not just um, it's not just cohabitation where uh, you have two people, two two people getting, uh, you know, trying to balance how much they exploit one another sort of thing. <laughs> right. it, it's it's two people with a common goal that they, they join together as one. And, and that that can also uh refer to people that go that do something together uh, that are uh, teammates or are, are business partners. Um, you know, you, it's, it's different. It's not the, the, it's not a family there, but it can still be a, a common there. So when you do life, you want to find great partners and people, people to do things with. Um, and uh, the word for pleasure here is often translated good, like as in the lie, uh, God saw the light and it was good in, in Genesis 1. So, you know, that this is having partnership and doing things together and sharing life is good. That That's what we want to do. There was one thing that God, after God created the heaven and the earth and created man, there was one thing bad. Adam was lonely. Adam didn't know he was lonely. <laughs> and you know what? Males, they have no clue that they're lonely. <laughs> they just think they're hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, that's some sort of a – that's one of the things our culture is, is uh, doing so poorly, is communicating to males that, and females alike that, you know, just have your hunger satisfied. Really what we want – it's a much deeper desire to have our loneliness mm-hmm. satisfied. Uh, Women want to be a part of something. Men want to be a part of something. And marriage is one of the greatest ways to do that. But so are other activities with people, with partners, with teammates, where we're sharing life. Verses 9 through
0: 12. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. For if either of them falls, the one will lift up his companion. But woe to the one who falls when there's not another to lift him up. Furthermore, if two lie down together, they keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? If one can overpower him who is alone, two can resist him. A cord of 3 strands is not quickly torn apart.
2: And this just kind of builds on what I was what I was just talking about there that you know, partnership, having teammates, uh, having having multiple people working on something together with a shared there, a shared goal, a shared objective is way, 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 way stronger than just trying to do things by yourself. I like to say life is a team sport. Uh, we need each other. One one of the great benefits of the modern tools of psych, psycholo- experimental psychology like personality test and the Colby test and the Enneagram and things like that, is to understand that I'm, diff- I'm different from other people and I can benefit from other capacities and other skills coming together with mine. If you, you I mean, you can look at differences as an annoyance mm-hmm. and seek to be just around people like you, in which case... I mean, you're just kind of creating a different sort of loneliness. Or you can learn to appreciate what other people bring to the party and rely on them to do the things that you're not as good at. And now now the body is functioning. Now, you guys are really, really opposite and experience that on a daily basis and have benefited from some of these insights. So it might, might be kind of good to tell folks about how you've actually personally experienced these two strands.
1: Yeah, I mean, for a long time, I wanted to find and marry somebody that I didn't realize this is what I was thinking, but Mm -hmm. in hindsight, I wanted to find somebody that was just a girl version of myself Mm -hmm. that would agree with me, (laughs) think the way I think, talk the way I talk. And so when I first met Kylie, there was like, and this went both ways, there was no interest in dating one another because we were just so different. It, you know, it kind of felt like, uh, Uh, like an invalidation of who I was to be around somebody so different. And so there was kind of a uh, natural keeping each other at arm's length. But through time and and friendship, we started to change that perspective and start to say like, you know what, Kylie is saying things about God, about the things we're encountering that are total blind spots to me. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't know God as well if I wasn't around her Mm -hmm. and her wildly different uh attitude and just energy and uh insights. And so, yeah, to live in a community to be in a marriage like that is just invaluable. Like there there is I am a particular ray of God's image that is shining down on the earth at a particular ang- angle. <laughs> but if I can surround myself with other rays that are hitting the same objects and situations at different angles, I get to see more of God. I get to see more of the truth. I get to be exposed to more of it.
0: Yeah. We've, I mean, within our marriage, we, we really are teammates, um, in every sense of the word and uniquely. So like we spend a lot of time together, we work together, we live together, we obviously hang out together, but, um, We run into people all the time who say, oh, my gosh, you work with your husband or, oh, my gosh, you work with your wife. How do you do that? Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's because we're so different. I think that if we were more similar to one another, we would maybe be battling it out a little bit more. But because we bring such different things to the table, it actually complements one another instead of the opposite. Um, And so, I mean, I'm a mover and a doer and – I am task oriented and very driven and Joey's a deep thinker and he's full of ideas. And so I actually get to take ideas that he brings to the table and make something really cool Mm -hmm. out of them uh, and vice versa. We travel a lot, and I—I'm not a fact finder. I don't like to do research about things. And he like really digs into it and finds out cool places that we're gonna go to. <laughs> and I'm very experiential, and so I get there, and like he gets to experience my like wonder and awe <laughs> at like what we're doing, and me touching and smelling and eating like weird things. And he'd already so, been there because he researched. Yeah, it, right? <laughs> <laughs> but he finds those cool things, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't experience that without him having sort of dove into and researching that. And so we, we bring more color and life to one another.
2: But um, no, notice you're choosing perspectives here. Right. You're choosing to look at it that way. Yeah. You could easily and, and can at any moment decide uh, you're annoying me because you're always thinking and you're always writing poems and you're always doing, why can't you just do something? Why can't you just make a plan? Any time you can flip to that, mm-hmm. but you're choosing to look at that that way, which is making you two strands, mm. and then and now you have other people involved with you and your and your efforts, which makes it three, right? So that that is how you really that that is what Solomon's telling us is like this is how you make life work. Get on the same page with people, going in the same direction, and mm-hmm. partner with them.
1: Well, and again, if, if we're talking about process versus outcome, what Solomon is saying here is the process is better with other people around mm. you. Yeah. And it's hard to communicate what being married is like to to our college students. And Kyle and I didn't get married till our 30s. We were, mm. you know, uh, relatively late in that, although that's becoming more and more common. But we, you know, we spent a lot of time as, as indivi- single individuals before we started to to be married to one another. And and it's hard because I think a lot of, and I think I was this way when I was single, I'm imagining outcomes, but the real value of marriage is just, there's someone to do the process with. <laughs> like, and that's what this is saying is uh-huh. that, yeah. you know, two people together, if someone falls they can help each other up, mm-hmm. uh, you can talk about uh, this Hevel, you can talk about vapor, you can talk about the frustrating things that are going on in your in your day, you can talk about the tragedy of oppression. You can have somebody that points out when you're being oppressive, like it, it helps with the process and mm-hmm. and the outcomes honestly are even more in jeopardy because now if I'm thinking where are we going to – something as simple as where are we going to go on vacation, it's not just where does Joey want to go, mm-hmm. it's where are we going to go together and so we've got to work and collaborate a, an answer there and that makes it a little bit more – the outcome idea a little bit more complicated but the joy, it doesn't matter where we go the process of deciding together and the process of going and experiencing it together is way, way bigger of a deal than the outcome itself.
2: So I know the answer to this question, but I, I'd, love, I'd love to uh, pose it because I like the way you uh, describe this. Who won your last argument?
0: Mm-hmm. We did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, so we, we have chosen the
1: perspective that when we're in an argument – it's not me versus Kylie. Mm-hmm. It is us versus falsity. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to discover truth together. And she may have an initial angle at which she's viewing it. And I've got an angle at which I'm viewing it. And what we're trying to do is resolve those two angles to a, you know, a, a common solution. But it's not. My way or her way. We're not fighting against one another. We're on the same. We're on the same team. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's what Solomon's talking about here. It, we're meant to be in community. We're meant mm-hmm. to go through this process together. Mm-hmm. I'm in a community group. Most of the time, we show up and we say, "Here's what I'm dealing with." Nobody has an answer, but they say, "Oh man, that's tough." And it, it like it's means so much. It helps. <laughs> it just helps to have to have people who are are listening and, and willing to just sit next to you. When, when things are difficult or when things are, are great.
0: All right, let's finish it off. A poor yet wise lad is better than an old and foolish king who no longer knows how to receive instruction. For he has come out of prison to become king, even though he was born poor in his kingdom. I have seen all the living under the sun throng to the side of the second lad who replaces him. There is no end to all the people, to all who were before them, and even the ones who will come later will not be happy with him. For this too is vanity and striving after wind.
2: This reminds me of Acts 14 where Paul and and Barnabas go to a a Greek city in the Roman province of Asia on their missionary trip, their first missionary trip. And um, they have some miracle that happens, and the people want to sacrifice to uh, Paul and Barnabas. They call Barnabas Zeus, and they call Paul Hermes because he was the main speaker, and uh, Paul has to go to great lengths to restrain them, and shortly thereafter, they stone him to want to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> so here we have, have you've got a king, and he stopped listening and nobody wants a king that won't listen that's a, oblivious to what's going on so there's a there's a nobody comes out of nowhere but he's he's the second team quarterback you know he's the he's the new guy and everybody wants to give him a try mm. but you know what's going to happen he won't make them happy either people are never happy so he's like you know what what do you do and of course this is solomon who's a king that's looking at this and thinking I'm never gonna make everybody happy all the time. What am I supposed to do? and sure enough, his son after him, ten of the tribes come and say, "You know your dad was taxes were way too high. Give us a tax cut, and he doesn't do it, and the kingdom splits in half okay so um he 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 may have kind of sensed he was pushing limits <laughs> here, even when he says this,
1: yeah. I- Again, the, all of chapter f- four is about these kind of social complexities that, that make this whole Hevel reality even even stronger. And, you know, I think that, that part of what this is alluding to is, uh, you know, over and against what was outlined in the previous section, which is kind of healthy community and togetherness, this sense of a uh, – community that is like codependent on one another in an unhealthy way where like we are relying on the king to be what we need him to be. But then even if he, what we usually mean is we just want him to be different. (laughs) And then when he is, and we've got that in place, we just want
2: another difference. And so we're imagining how good it could be if we had something new, which is sort of like the materialistic purchasing more uh, thing you talked about earlier.
1: Right. And this is this is also uh, kind of a, a focus on outcomes. Yeah. You know, we want something different, even though this 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 you know king isn't listening to any, anymore. There's justification. We mm-hmm. want something different. Yep. We want a different outcome. Mm-hmm. We want a new king. Yeah. Here's a new king. Okay. Well, after a little bit, we just want something different. And part of that is the disease of that wanting just the tyranny of more. We mm-hmm. just I, I'm not I'm not as I'm not as uh, fulfilled, I'm not as complete as I thought I was gonna be after that new king came into power. That was cool when it first started, but he's not really that great. So let's get a new king. And we see this with the nation of Israel. They just like struggle with trusting in God all along the way. We want a king like those other kingdoms, you know. And and they they uh, they struggle to navigate uh, mm-hmm. politics and, and government and uh, community and how to how to do that. So there's I think in here this example of of uh, this short little parable of like, it, it gets it can get messy. It can get tricky when we start to put our trust, as Kylie was saying before, in these in these um, government officials, rather than having government seeing government officials as one of the strands that we're mm-hmm.
2: cooperating with, that we're working with, one of part of our community, or pastors or celebrities or if you put your trust in in people uh, they'll always let you down at, at a minimum they'll die <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to the yellow balloons podcast If you want more information on adopting a god-centered perspective visit our website at yellowbloons.net and if you have any questions related to what you just heard we would love to hear from you please email us at contact at yellowbloons.net